Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey everybody, welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I'm Kylie. And on this mini-sode, we talk about the social network for the first time ever. We've never talked about it before. Ever. That's not true. You talk about it in your things all the time. Well, okay, fair enough. But we've never certainly dedicated an episode to it. Nope. Never, ever. Nope. Not happened. Nope. Nope. All right. So, we are here to talk about David Fincher's social network from 2010. All right. We've done it. We've got here. What are your uh, what are your initial kind of uh, thoughts or first experiences or ideas on the social network? Uh, my first experiences. <laughs> huh. Well, you know, it's <laughs> oh Facebook. It's interesting. More interesting the second time. Yeah. Yeah. I actually find the film more engaging each time I watch it through. Yeah, because the first time it's really boring. <laughs> I mean, I didn't find the film boring the first time, but I, I definitely hear you. Okay, this film sits at number four on the top ten list. Yes. Uh, my first time watching The Social Network was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer for The Social Network is solid. I really like the trailer of this movie. Um, it started a whole trailer trend as well, and then... Now I less like that trailer trend. Sad covers of of popular songs. Uh, It's necessary. Sad choral covers of popular songs. It's necessary. No. Well, you're not wrong. It's a good idea. And then it was used over and over and over and over again. Um, the plot-ish of the social network is that it is about Mark Zuckerberg and Eduardo Saverin, played by Jesse Eisenberg and Andrew Garfield. Mm -hmm. And they come together to invent Facebook. But the idea might also belong to the Winklevoss twins, played by Army Hammer. And And Army Hammer. And Army Hammer. In a dual role. (laughs) Yes. With some actually really cool technology on how they did that. Um, they took his face off. No. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, man, imagine if they made face off now. They would literally just like just like digitally replace faces. Oh. That's disgusting. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, and then basically the crux of the movie is... Uh, that they're going through two lawsuits with the movies, uh, with the the two sets of people who claim they invented Facebook. And it also stars Justin Timberlake and uh, Rashida Jones uh, and Rooney Mara in a small but crucial role. All right. The inciting incident, as it were. Yes, absolutely. Is her role? Yes. Inside <laughs> uh, Incident, my favorite performance of this movie. I mean, the movie starts with, to me, not that I think that the movie goes downhill, because I actually really like a lot of this movie. And, and, and watching it close to close with, back to back, almost with 
another Fincher film, I think, is is really interesting. Um, but to finish, which other one? Fight Club. Um, okay. We can talk about that in 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 a hot second. It's like he's grown um, up or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like he's no longer idolizing someone that's in that film and is kind of trying to critique them in ways that they have similar messagings and meanings to one another. Okay, we can talk about that now. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just throwing... I'll, I'll put a pin in my other point then. No, no. Um, like, like, he feels like he's glorifying Tyler Durden in that film. Yes. And in some ways, like... He's, like, backhandedly being like, Edward Norton sucks because he's not a manly man. Yeah. And then, like, now, as an older, he's like, Mark Zuckerberg sucks because he's toxic as a human. I would still venture to say that in some ways he's saying Mark Zuckerberg sucks because he's, he's not a manly man. He's not man. Tim... Justin Timberlake. Yeah. He's not Eduardo. He's not, He's not the, the Winklevoss twins. Um, however, I do agree with you that Fincher has grown up, mm-hmm. and that Fincher has more to say about toxic masculinity. And in a lot of ways, the Social Network can be really read as a response to the generation who grew up with the Fight Club poster on their dorm room. Um, because... Oh, I thought he was just being like... I thought he was just doing his usual marketing scam. Ah, there you go. <laughs> product placement. Um, there is product placement in this film, but it's, oh, yeah. not, it's not as outrageous as other things. No. Like, Gone Girl? Like, all I kept thinking was like, how oh, I want a Pepsi. No, I don't want a Pepsi! <laughs> Fincher wants to look at masculinity again in some ways, but he also wants to look at unhealthy relationships in an era of technology. And I, I, this is what I think the actual social network is about. It is not about the creation of Facebook. That is the tool, that is the the story, that is the, the plot that is happening to show the interaction between these characters in this world and how human interaction works when we don't have, when all we have in front of us is technology. I think that this movie keeps coming up time and time again when you're talking about the best of the 2010s is because while it may not be the best movie of the decade, it might be the most representative of the decade. Mm -hmm. It deals with a lot of issues that remain relevant. Facebook, this is probably the, even though not created in this decade, the 2010s is probably the decade of Facebook. Because that's like when it becomes more easily available to people who don't have the college email. Yeah. And... Yeah. And like it, it literally the quote unquote everybody gets on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also where the downfall of Facebook will start to happen as well. But it's also the influence of it over this idea that they can influence political elections and they can influence many other things. Um, I do find it interesting to look back at the social network and Zuckerberg is the one, at least in this film, who is portrayed as like, I don't want ads. I don't want influence. I just want it to be this cool space where cool kids can talk cool to each other. And Eduardo Saverin, who gets pushed out of the company, is the one that's like, no, we got to sell ads. We have to market this. We have to make it more of a deal of a deal of a deal. Um, and then it seems like Zuckerberg, somewhere in that translation, um, 
his original vision for the platform gets lost. And I would think that that, that that's just him growing up and becoming a person and realizing it can't just be the Mutt Williams place. It has to be a place where we can, if it's going to be relevant and, and have a platform. Williams is great. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Necessary. Yeah. Yeah, we need cool, right? What if Mutt Williams was cooler? Yeah. And what if Mutt Williams wore a hoodie? No. And that doesn't work for the and 70s. Sandals the 50s? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know I'm not too keen on this whole history thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm really good at naming presidents. <laughs> In the correct order. You have to put the years on them. <laughs> that is such a true statement. <laughs> I can let, yeah, I'll let you know. I have vague ideas of where they all line up. But there is the middle chunk where I'm like, this is the 40s and 50s. 30s, 40s, and 50s. Somewhere here. Yeah, but you could also use your math skills to figure it out as well. Yeah. No. But in the moments of, like, trivia holding, plugging my ears. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm interested to, that you said uh, it was less boring the second time around. Yeah. So yeah. I'm interested to see why and what engaged you this time. Oh, well. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, uh... think that of what I know now what I know now it makes it's clouding what I know from 2019 2018 onto this film right like it's 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 what has happened as a result that then you go back and you reflect upon what is going on in the film yeah that creates it so I don't know if that's a backhanded compliment to the film as you're more interesting because it got weird in the future. <laughs> I don't think that is a backhanded compliment. I actually think that's a real compliment to the film. Um, and, and why I say that is because I think films that find ways to be relevant years beyond their creation are, to me, signs of good film. Um, there is at least some foresight in the filmmaking um, I think that what's helpful is that Aaron Sorkin wrote this script. Um, oh, yeah, he's a good writer. He's a good writer. He's got a lot of ideas. He's great with dialogue, and he's good with, like, structure and current events. Mm -hmm. He doesn't always nail it. He's not the most perfect writer of all time, but he is a good writer, and his, his hit rate is higher than his miss rate. And he can be um, a little liberal-centric in some of his works. Um, and I think that's clear. I think he's also, kind um, of, he's also more fair than a lot of liberal centric. Yeah, writers. I would agree with that. Yeah. That being said, I think his pairing with Fincher is really good. They match styles in certain ways. They're both very specific. They both uh, are perfectionists in a lot of ways, and they both expect the highest of their art. They're different enough in the way that Sorkin likes to interrogate current events and current people and talk about how the past and the future are interacting with those events. 
Fincher likes to look at the people that are inside the events of his story and how that's affecting them personally. I also think Sorkin just has a... Ben, I don't want to backhand Fincher. I've already done it enough. <laughs> I, guys, I just, I don't get Fincher. It's okay. I just... I don't get Malick, I, so... I, well, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I watched the first 30 minutes of the game, and my interest was piqued. Maybe, maybe the film no one talks about is how I get on board. Uh-huh. Sorry, no one talks about Alien 3, but that opening scene is just boring. Um. Anyways. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the game has a weird, like... It's it has yeah. a weird love. It has a weird Kylie vibe. <laughs> like there are a lot of critics that are like, no, guys, the game. The game. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of a Christmas Carol so far. Oh, okay. <laughs> um so I think Sorkin gives a more fair handed approach to people. Um where he he does like he does look down upon some of these characters. However, he looks down upon them for their actions and less of their personality traits and, like, who they are as people, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense, where Fincher is more like, Fincher is more like, this does not fit masculinity, so you're less of a person, where I think Aaron Sorkin is, you are a bad person, so you're less of a person. Yes, I agree with that. Um, which also, I think, helps balance it out so that you don't get Fight Club and you get this instead. You also don't get, um, what is that movie? Jessica Chastain, Idris Elba, Molly's, Molly's Game. Game. You don't get Molly's Game either, you know, which I think goes a little too sorkin And that's written and directed by Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, like I said, they're a good match for each other, and I think that's what really helps elevate this film. Um, he also wrote Widows, right? Sorkin? Yeah. I think so. That's a good pairing, too. Sorkin and McQueen. Oh, it's almost like maybe Sorkin should stick to writing. Well, I think he's <laughs> only got... He's only got one film he's directed. The West... Molly's Game? Yeah. yeah. I like Molly's Game. Don't get me wrong, but, like... Because the writing's pretty dang good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the performing's good. He also is a showrunner on, like, many shows. Like, he's... West Wing. West Wing, uh, Sports Night, Newsroom... Um, I think there's a couple more. I'm just forgetting them. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I like him. I like, I like, yeah. Uh, social network. Everyone's great. Performances are solid. And Justin Timberlake's a little bit off, but he's just being a fun timey guy. He's just being, yeah. I think he's really playing off his persona at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, my favorite scene of his is actually the one where they get caught doing coke. And, like, he has to, like, he's just so nervous that he has to pull out his inhaler. And I just think that, like, it's this it's this y- unique side of a Timberlake character that until you get to Lewin Davis, you don't normally see. You know? And, and it makes him a vulnerable character in a lot of ways um, that you don't normally see. And I like that. I, I like the vulnerability of all of these people. Um, the relationship between Eduardo Saverin, Andrew Garfield... And Mark Zuckerberg, Jesse Eisenberg, I think is the heart of this film. When they're in the room together, kind of talking and just interacting, you kind of see where and how the ideas are flowing back and forth. And then there's the one scene where the one thing that get like kind of almost chokes me up is where 
um, something comes out about Eduardo Saverin did something with a chicken. And then Eduardo looks at Mark and is like, I can't believe you would do this to me. And then his lawyer's like, he didn't. In fact, he asked us not to. You know, and I was like, ah, oh, they still care about each other. And that, I think, is the hardest part of this movie, is that the industry that they created tore them apart. I think that that's really... That's a, that is also an idea that holds water in this decade coming, is how do we deal with our personal relationships in a capitalistic society that continues to get more and more capitalistic as we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean... I think that you could definitely look at this film and there's not a lot of female representation in this movie. There's not a lot of... Well, Brendan Song. Brenda Song and Rashida Jones, you know. Rudy Mara. Rudy Mara. But they're all in service of... The guys, yeah. The guys, yeah. Great. Yeah. So, I mean, I just... I'm trying to say that, like, it's not a perfect movie by any means. I don't... I wouldn't say that out loud. Um, Rooney Mara's, I, I love that scene. That scene at the beginning, which, okay, is kind of a, a quote-unquote controversial Fincher scene, um, because he Finchered it up in the sense of, so they did that scene for 48 hours, like, they gave them the legal breaks they needed to give them, but, like, they pretty much did the scene over and over and over and over and over again, and that was the 99th take of that scene because like it was the pacing and the rhythm that like venture was trying to get at for the actors and like so <sighs> all right david good job i mean i guess like crazy person <laughs> yeah crazy person it's a good scene it's probably that and him walking um to the great score of this movie um are the two to me the best sequences of this whole movie so good job you did it but like was it worth it everybody was it worth it yeah yeah great perfect um why why the social network why is it here well facebook is crazy (laughs) (laughs) Uh and that is why all right I think I agree with you. I think we talked about some of the themes <laughs> um, of the movie and how they hold true. The cast, I think for a moment, Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Andrew Garfield burned real bright. You know, Army Hammer, I think Army Hammer might have had the, has the best career at this moment, but took a real dip in the middle when he tried to do Hollywood movies. Uh-huh. Um, Rooney Mara is a is a working actress and a person. Rashida Jones has done a lot of television. Like this cast, this cast did things. It, it kind of he found some people that that influenced the decade. Yeah. The other talking point. Sorry, did you have any more? No. Time? Okay. The other talking point that I wanted to bring up uh, before we get to the games is a little bit related to that. Um. I think what happens with the social network is it gets a little bit wrapped in some Oscar time controversy. Uh, There was a little bit of Oscar controversy, so to speak, with this movie because 2010 uh, is where the King's Speech wins Best Picture. And I think even at the time, a lot of folks were thinking that the social network was going to hold true, was going to win because it 
was a film that seemed really representative. Not only was it good and critically well-received and commercially well-received, it was also a film that was clearly going to mean a lot to not only 2010, to represent 2010 as a year, but also the, the decade and, and years moving forward. And it didn't win because in the Academy, there's a bunch of old white guys these old white guys said, yeah, but this, this old white guy, he, he did some war things. And so he should win. And they won. Good job. Um, the King's Speech is not a bad movie. It is also not necessarily like an amazing movie of all time. I enjoyed watching it. But it's a pretty standard British war drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea... I think in some ways, though, it is appropriate that the King's Speech won because the idea that the tech generation in 2010 could overcome the millennials versus the baby boomers, as it has become, you know, it, it's kind of mirroring in some ways that battle that would that the decade would become, mm-hmm. you know. And so I like that extra textual narrative to the history and the legacy of this film. You're right, the fighter should have won. Oh, the fighter. Alright, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Wanna tell me what what beat it? Uh, okay, so how many nominations Oh, do you wanna do how many people have an Oscar in this oh, cast? Sure, yeah. None. None, I think, is the right answer. No, false, Justin Timberlake. For music? I don't think he actually has one, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He has a nomination. <laughs> yeah, he's got a nomination for... Uh, the Sunshine in My Pocket something yeah. song. Trolls. 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 <laughs> I don't... I'm, okay. Uh, I guess there's another nomination in here. There's two other nominations, but there's no wins. There might even be three or four. There's four other nominations. Five? There are a lot of nominations nobody wins. Army Hammer doesn't have a nomination for anything. Does, does is Army not nominated for Call Me by Your Name? No. Okay. Remember, the little Call Me by Your Name boys were left out. No, he Timothy is nominated. He's not one of the boys. The boys are Michael Stuhlbarg. Oh, and Army and Hammer. And Army Hammer. Okay. Timothy Chalamet's a blanket. Oh, okay. He's what? Uh. Rooney Mara has won a nomination. Oh, for the girl with the dragon tattoo. Rashida Jones has won, not for acting. For writing a movie. Toy Story 3. Okay. Er, no. No, she's for writing something else. She wrote Toy Story 4. I'm sorry. Uh, she might have one soon. Andrew Garfield has won a nomination. We should cancel this movie. No. We should cancel this movie. We were very upset that this movie wasn't, or the director of this movie wasn't canceled. We brought him back. He's not in an X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> nope, he's not. Correct. And a director we wish was canceled? I might need a little bit He more. was canceled, we brought him back, said some oh, really awful things. Oh, you're right, Josh. Hacksaw. Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> Um, okay, the King, or not the King's Speech. The Social Network is nominated for eight Oscars and wins three. Okay, so, cool. 
We know it wins score, as we talked about it in the Inception episode. Yes. Do you want the other ones that it has? Um, yes. Editing and adapted screenplay. Okay. So I've got to get five more. Yes. Okay, so Picture loses to King's Speech. Okay. Uh, Fincher for director? Yes. Loses to... Is this Tom Hooper? Does Tom Hooper win this year? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, good. So I was just wrong in the Inception one, but right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. False. No one's not nominated. <laughs> Can you name the other nominees? Okay, uh, so it's Fincher, Hooper... Um, My version of David Fincher is nominated. Your version of David Fincher. Mm -hmm. Oh, I might need more of this. You about had a conniption after his last film. <laughs> did, I, did I? Did I? Did I? Did I hate it? You hated the messaging. Uh, that could be so many. Ah, uh, yes, Todd Phillips is here. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, keep humming. Is that a hint? Is no, that a hint? I was I was humming Star Wars. JJ, um, this is probably one of his more palpable films for a lot of people, but it's not your. Favorite a more, film. is it Michael? No. Oh, okay. He's not my version of David Fincher. Okay. Also, we're not in 2011. Um, Clint Mansell works with him a lot. Uh, Aronofsky. Oh, Aaron Black Swan. Black Swan. Black Swan. Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky is my version of David Fincher. That's a true story. Okay. Two left. Yeah, this one is actually my favorite. One of my favorite films of the year. Um, this guy used to be an Oscar darling, and then he made a movie about a mop, and it was. Oh, this is. <laughs> Is this Silver Linings Playbook? No, this is the year before that. Okay. Oh, gosh. Which is American Hustle? Nope. Oh, American Hustle's afterwards. Okay, so here's my brain for David O. Russell. Um, oh, The Fighter. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Because my brain was like... Three Kings, I Heart Huckabee's Silver Linings Playbook. It couldn't fill in the gap. I even the talked about fighter. the fighter. You did. Won. Do I have one more? You do. Okay. I'm not giving you any hints. Figure it out. Uh, this is the Coen Brothers. <laughs> Very good. good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving you any more hints. <laughs> this is your category to lose. <laughs> All right. So I've got three more awards to try to figure out that it was nominated for. Yes. I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, Eisenberg was nominated for Best Actor. Yes, he was. He loses to Colin Firth for the King's Speech. Who else was nominated, though? Okay. Um, okay, so I've got Eisenberg and I've got Fair. Eisenberg, H-Bomb, Shibu Ray, Bum, Dumb, I know the King um, and I, and the Catcher in the Rye. Bridges for True Grit. Okay. Um, Bale or is Bale supporting? Bale wins supporting. So Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg gets nominated for best picture. Oh, not so for sorry. Best actor. So sorry. <laughs> Better um, producer than actor. Let's okay. see. Okay, so you got Firth, Bridges, and Eisenberg. Uh huh. Okay, well, let's go with the easier one first. Okay. This movie looks boring. 
and I hate this guy's face. James Franco, 427 hours. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about this film. Oh, shoot. Okay. I've seen the cover. Okay. It's got a guy looking off into the distance. Do you know the actor? I do. Is it, is it, is it, is it Richard Jenkins? No, he okay. is a friend of ours. Oh, okay. From a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, okay. Stuhlbarg? No. <laughs> Stuhlbarg's not in movies that get nominated for Academy Awards. I mean, he's in them. He just doesn't get nominated. <laughs> um, this guy already has an Oscar. Already has an Oscar. From a Coen Brothers film. Has an Oscar from a Coen Brothers film. Oh, that should narrow this down much faster than it does. <laughs> Watch out! Burning down the house. It's not his wife, so you got that one. I know, I was like, it's not Frances McDormand. <laughs> I would say that it's not. It's their. He got an Oscar from probably their biggest hit. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem in. In 2010, what was he in to get best? It's a, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, perfect. Okay, okay I've got. <laughs> okay, so I've got two more things that it lost. It lost picture, it lost director, lost best actor. No more acting nominations. I think you only have one more. You got great director and actor and picture. One, two, three, four, five, six. And that was the eight total. Score, editing, screenplay. Picture, director, actor. That's six. And there's eight noms, you said? Yeah, so you just need... Wait, you, you, so you got editing. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Oh, you're right. It won three and it was nominated for eight. You had to come up with five. I thought you only had to come up with four. No, I have to come up with So there's two more that two I Two more, to you're with. right. Okay. Um, huh. I'm going to say, is it the sound categories, editing and mixing? Which one? Oh, it's only one of them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that it's mixing. Okay. <laughs> and then Inception wins. Yep. Okay. What else is not... Oh my gosh! I'll just... Let me just tell you. <laughs> Something Michael Bay! Um, King's Speech. Uh-huh. Because the radio. Yeah. Um, Salt. Oh, great. Uh-huh. And True Grit. Okay, great. Perfect. Nothing Michael Bay. Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay. Next one. This is the last one that I need. Yes. Yes. Cinematography? Yes. Okay. And Hugo wins. No, no that's the other year. We talked about who won this already. Inception. Inception does win. There you go. Yeah. Um, it beat Black Swan, King's Speech, and True Grit. All right. As well. There you go. Good job, Black Fantastic. Swan. Fantastic. I think we're done with the 2010 Oscars, everybody. Watch right. out! <laughs> Alright, uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us and join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? You can do so at friendofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, where you can hit that subscribe button, and that helps us get more listeners. You can find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at DWT underscore podcast. YouTube's. That's Watch Together. Tumblr's. That's Watch Together. The Letterboxd. WACT and Kelly Gelsher. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. Kelly. Quack, 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 quack. quack, 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 quack.